0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode number 26 of Confessions of a Market Maker. I'm your co-host, Ray, a.k.a. All Day Ray, a.k.a. Penthouse Paulie, and I'm joined here with my esteemed co-host, former market maker of 20 years, a man who had an illustrious career on the now-famed House Street in Vancouver, B.C. Nowadays, he's a retail trader and educator, with more patience than a single mother of three. You can find his TPO charts hanging on display in the Guggenheim. <laughs> I'm talking about JJ. JJ, how's it going? Good, brother. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. You know, happy to be back at it. You know, it's been a couple of weeks since our last podcast. What you been up to, man? How's, how's the trading been? It's been good. It's been
1: very, very interesting time in the market, historical time in the market. Mm-hmm. Lots of fun.
0: Yes. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. Uh, sure has. Yeah. <laughs> sure has. Yeah. No, I'm uh thinking, you know, I'm making progress. I uh, seem to be more consistent, you know, still a work in progress. Uh you know, working on um re- revenge trading, you know, emotions, et cetera, et cetera. But um, you know, it's been fun. I'm really catching the bug for it. Um so yeah, so today's topic, Jay. We're going to be talking about treating trading like a business. And I think we can both agree um, of the importance on this topic. And we feel like it doesn't get enough shine um, that maybe it should. Oh, yeah, definitely. It's Mm -hmm. uh, uh, something that uh, I and
1: coming from the other side of the trade desk. I'm quite surprised at uh, how little that subject gets talked about at all really Mm -hmm. um I mean we do talk about pretty much everything else except that
0: yeah yeah definitely definitely so when we say treat trading like a business what does that mean and why should we view trading in that manner
1: well for me I don't honestly because I come from the other side of the desk um I sort of have a, a less uh, glamorous view of trading right. um, that a lot of retail people have been sort of sold because of, of marketing, right? Because marketing, mm-hmm. you know, you got to sex it up, right? Yep. And um, I, I noticed there seems to be a lot of that, you know, you know, of course the sports car, you know, all of, all the trappings of, of, of success, but you know, you don't ever see a guy sitting at, you know, at a desk journaling and looking at charts for three hours a night. Yeah, right. Uh-huh. Or reading SEC filings or, you know, uh, going through his, you know, his taxes. It, it None of that stuff you you really, you see, uh, you know, it's sold at this glamorous lifestyle. You know, it. we look at it on the other side a little bit differently. Uh, not so glamorous, you know, in the morning we used to come into the work and we'd be, you know, hey, it's time to make the donuts, you know, it's like, that's what we thought, that's what we thought about it, we're like the mm-hmm. Dunkin' Donuts guy, right, because mm-hmm. we were up at five o'clock, four o'clock in the morning, come in to make the donuts, so yeah, the business aspect of it, I think will help a lot of people, um, because we talk a lot about uh, psychology, and and issues, and things like that, and I'm not trying to say that that stuff doesn't exist. But I think if people kind of took a little bit of a step back and, and kind of looked at it more black and white, like a business, they would have a better time making uh, good, good business decisions.
0: Exactly, exactly. You know? if it's intended, you know, to uh, increase the bottom line. Uh, exactly. You know what I mean? Being systematic, being disciplined. And um, yeah, I mean, just to touch on what you were saying about how like the marketing and it seemed like for people that don't do it or they don't do, they don't like do it for a living. It seems glamorous. And you know, I always have this conversation with people Is like pertaining to me with poker is that like, they think, Oh, it's so great. You know, you don't have to like clock in, you don't have a boss to report to, but they don't know. Like that's true. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And it is. and, And I do love that aspect of it, but the stress that comes along with it, it's like, I don't just show up and i make. like, there's days I lose money. Exactly. There's months I lose. That's that's stressful. Oh, definitely. Because I see, I know nothing about the gambling world,
1: right? And so I grew up and I thought poker players, I thought it was like James Bond. You're wearing a white dinner jacket. You're at a casino. Mm -hmm. You know, there's a beautiful woman standing next to you. You're Aston Martin's out in the parking lot. You know, it looked all very glamorous, but then you go and watch guys poker and it's a bunch of guys who haven't had a shower in a long time (laughs) and they're... You know, dirty, grinding it out for five—it's not. You know, there's
0: there's yeah. no white dinner jacket, man. It's like, <laughs> exactly well, that's why it's funny, no, and that's why uh, I think Rounders is such a good movie because I think it really did like it yeah. showed the, the grind. You know what I mean? It's uh, it's not all glitz and glamour. Is no. you know, is what we're getting oh, yeah. at? But um, yeah, and not. I think that's why we wanted to talk about this too is just because you know we we I think we pride ourselves on just being real, just like not selling dreams etc cetera, etc cetera. so
1: yeah you know every time you know it's just a regular normal business and uh it, if we kind of keep that in mind maybe we can keep our head on you know Definitely. keep
0: our heads screwed on a little bit tight hey anything that we can do to get an advantage right absolutely <laughs> absolutely absolutely and and i think that people that do have aspirations to do this full time uh to be aware of everything that comes along with it the good and the bad oh yeah as well and so and so jumping into it um jj the first thing i want to talk about is um you know what we call in poker bankroll management or maybe in trading you know your account and management so like starting a business right like you wouldn't we wouldn't start a business with you know no money in the bank we we wouldn't expect to make money right away right we need to pay ourselves exactly exactly so that that that's number one
1: uh number two if you're learning how to trade and you're trading something like a micro contract and you know, you're doing it with a 500 or a thousand dollar account. Don't feel bad because that's pretty much like you're going to community college, right. To take Mm -hmm. a business. Like that's the way I look at that. Right. And that, and you shouldn't be using that to try and get rich. Right. You're building the foundation of a a, a business career. Right. Mm -hmm. So um, yeah, definitely. But I mean, if you're going into this and then once you progress, you need a bankroll, right? Yeah. Yep. Um, so that, yeah. And that's something that you don't ever quit your job. You work and you can save up
0: for. Exactly. <laughs> right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Until like you at least, yeah. you know, you know, at least for me, and, and I think it's it's dependent for everybody, but like I, I didn't um, just, you know, turn pro uh, with poker without having results, without having consistency built up mm-hmm. over time. Mm-hmm. And then and the, with that as well as having money in the bank to account for losing month or exactly. you know, et cetera, et cetera. And so like, yeah, people need to these are things you need to keep in mind. Now, another thing pertaining to this, JJ, what are your thoughts on paying yourself of your account? Like, do you keep your account always at a certain balance? How do you regulate paying yourself? Almost kind of like um yeah, because it's not a regular job. We don't get paid every two weeks.
1: Exactly. Um I come from a very, very odd background, as you know. So I have uh, unfortunately um, had the pain of experiencing when brokerage firms go under, when clearing firms go under. Um, you know, uh, you saw things like Revco and things like that in, in in the futures industry. and and you'd see, I take money out every month. Right. I, I keep, um, you know, in the accounts that my clients trade, uh, there's a little bit more cash in it. Um, and for the larger equity stuff, we run DVP and my clients, you know, they get to keep their, account. I mean, people who know that will, we segregate funds, but for retail brokerage, I just feel better knowing where that my bunny's a little bit safer. Brokerage firms, there is, you know, um, the securities and investor protection thing and everything, but it's a hassle. Take money out. Um, You know, especially if you are earning money every month trading, uh, definitely skim, skim money out of that account every month Mm
0: -hmm. because
1: you never know when, you never know when some joker gets into a short position and, and a clearing firm goes upside down. And next thing you know, your broker can't clear trades and your money's locked up. Uh, things like that have been known to happen. It's less Mm -hmm. and less today in this regulated environment. Uh, But we have a lot of our younger people and older people who are using offshore accounts to trade under, um, you know, to trade equities to avoid the PDT rule. Those firms are built on thin air. Mm -hmm. There is no investor protection and good luck trying to get your money out of the Bahamas. If something goes wrong, no bueno. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's just be careful, take your money out, don't leave large amounts of money, you know, and, and the people who run brokerage firms are going to kill me, but
0: um, I, I you know, it's always better safe than sorry. Well, no, absolutely. Because you, you, right. you got to protect it. You got to protect your role. Absolutely. Yeah. Now Now, what are your thoughts on... You know, paying yourself whether uh, you, for your confidence level, if that makes sense. So let's say I have a month, Jay, and, and let's say it was like barely better than break even, right? Or, or you know, a little bit. You know, I had a decent, you know, a little bit of profit. Just, just withdrawing at least some of it. So like, you know, for my confidence, is there any uh, merit there's, to that? Or you
1: know, there is something to that, uh, and there's an old story about Jesse Livermore going and looking at his money physically in cash. Mm -hmm. just to get a sense of it right Uh, and especially now because we live in a world where we can spend money in the blink of an eye a click of a mouse and that's it's a very painless way to make money and and to take it further we can get into a trade with a click of a mouse Mm -hmm. right Mm -hmm. nowadays you don't call your broker and your broker is like i don't think that's such a good idea right Mm -hmm. you don't have there's like there's no checks and balances right so you click you're in a trade so that that transaction of actually touching the money or seeing what that represents is kind of gone. And I, I think it's good to take some out a little while, you know, and, and have a little cash around, you know, <laughs> just, yeah. just to, to, to kind of make it real. It's not just all this stuff floating out there in cyberspace. Right.
0: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Now, as far as, you know, and I, I think, you know, the, what I'm thinking along the lines of, you know, our account. Now, let's say you start, you know, you're down the line, you're actually getting a little consistent, you know, with your trading, you're making money. And let's let's say you did it the right way, right? Like like myself, I'm starting off small right now. Let's say I keep continuing on this path and I'm getting consistent, consistent. I'm going to want to up my size. What, you know, cautions or advice would you give to people when they start to add a, add some size? Cause as we know, then emotions start to kick in. It can be a very difficult thing to There's,
1: do. Yeah. Adding size. Um, some people, it, it, I guess it depends on how your mind works, mm-hmm. right? If you start to size up, just do it. Like, don't, don't double. Like, I mean, okay. Save your trading, maybe two or three contracts, you know, maybe add another one or two and see how that feels. Mm-hmm right yeah see if you can feel the weight of that is it is it screwing with your head right um i i got into the habit of doing this and i kind of sound a little neurotic but i kind of like to run a systems check on my own brain where i'll be like this morning in the room i was like oh you know i missed that oh i missed that you know i'm a little slow right mm-hmm. um so okay i'm a little slower than i usually am today uh, you know maybe i you know something's off you know it's always good to, uh, to self monitor yeah, yeah. self monitor and yeah. see if that increase in size is causing you any stress if it right. is scale back right. right right and just and and just take it really slow because man you know like especially if you're like a younger person like you and you know in your 20s or 30s you have 30 40 years of trading ahead of you right right, right. Mm-hmm. if you're going to do this right i know mm-hmm. guys who are you know who is 70 who trade every day right so you got so much time it doesn't seem like it at first right everything seems to be going fast and you know you're judging yourself but think of it as a career in 40 years like this is you just you know take it easy mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. there's there's nothing wrong with just kind of easing into
0: size right, right it makes makes a lot of sense taking the uh, the long view approach and you know this has been something you know that I haven't experienced in tr- well, you know a little bit in trading, you know I've maybe been a little cavalier at times and like, okay, you know you know you know because I'm starting off small, Jay, I'm trading small like the money doesn't really even like mean much, you know what I'm saying and I'm like, all right, let me let me feel it a little bit and i'll add the but, I'll add some yeah. size. oh yeah, and, but then, I, I uh, and no, then I feel yeah. it
1: and then I feel it. Yeah. No, it's true. And the thing is, though, when you're retail trading, like, look at me, I'm coming, I'm moving blocks around in my old work, right? 10 million shares of this to, you know, I'm I'm moving, you know, 50 million shares in a float of a company at three, four bucks. I'm, that's some size, right? That's good money, Mm -hmm. like, you know, dollar value. Then I go to trade one mini contract, you know, and I take a $200 hit and I'm like, ooh, Mm -hmm. (laughs) right? Yeah. Like two hundred dollars—that mm-hmm. wasn't even the commission I'd be paying my 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 traders, right? Like, yeah. Yeah. you know, it's so it, it, it's it's different when you're when you're retail trading. And you're right, like you 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 put it on and then you feel it, right? Yeah, it's yeah. uh it, it's very interesting, but it's it it's is. nice to have the micro contract to screw around.
0: definitely, definitely and to, yeah, to to build yeah. yeah build build your Ugh. confidence for sure. No, it's great. You know, this is this is something I've struggled with in poker. Um, and even though some to this day, it, it's so hard to separate it. Cause it's like, you know, I'll, you know, play higher stakes in poker. You know what I mean? That I'm mm. used to and maybe the game is good or it's like, I know the players are like, I, I'm better than these players, but it's still like when the money's on the line, it's the, your emotions get running. It's different. Cause I'm playing double what I'm normally playing. Yeah. And so it, it's a tough thing. And I guess it just, like you said, either comes with time or it's like maybe the more you expose yourself, just don't, I don't, I think the main thing is don't put your account at risk. If anything. Oh God, no, 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 no. Don't that, ever put your account at risk. No,
1: because the thing is, you know, you got to respect the money that's in your account. Yeah. Right. You, you, you don't have a money tree in your backyard, right? You worked hard for that money, right? I mean, mm-hmm. like, don't just give it away to the market, you know? I mean, <laughs> You know, yeah. like if you're gonna give it away, go to Tiffany and buy your girlfriend something beautiful. Don't yeah. don't give it to some market maker or some guy like me, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. like think about it that way, right? Respect the money that you have in your account. Absolutely. Right? Yeah.
0: If if yeah, if people are just yeah. doing this for gambling. If you're doing this for recreation, you this no. is not the podcast for you. Yeah.
1: Or oh, yeah. And you know, the other thing is, guys who tell you how you should be trading your account. All you got to do is tell those guys, listen, why don't you fund me and I'll
0: trade exactly how you say. Yeah. You'll see how quickly they shut up. Yeah. Right. Right. Absolutely. So, so Jay, let's, let's talk about journaling and, you know, stat keeping. And, and before we jump into that, you know, (laughs) I I had a chance to check out this exquisite trading journal from our podcast sponsor, Trading Creed, one of the best looking, most detailed training journals out there. Not only do they have detailed trading journals, but they also have impressive T-shirts, apparel, et cetera, at TradersCreed.com. JJ, did you get your shirt yet? Um,
1: actually, I think it's on its way, but I, uh, I've i been waiting. I've been tied up. I, I haven't even gone check the mail yet,
0: but yeah. I, well, <laughs> probably, I, I, mean, well. I, I don't blame you. I wouldn't <laughs> want to step outside up in Saskatchewan either. Hey, it's warm. It's above zero here. Oh, it is. Oh. Beautiful. beautiful. Sun-tanning weather. So, so JJ, if we were running a business, right, I'm sure we would have an accountant. We would keep stats of sales and, yes. you know, et cetera, whatever businesses do. So with, with trading, so how does that translate over? Well, the, the journaling, like you just said,
1: you know, the, the journaling, the keeping track of, like some people keep track of amazing amounts of stats, right? Um, you know, they go into spreadsheets, I am not that disciplined, right? I unfortunately um, was kind of like an undisciplined slob that came into uh, retail trading. Because when you're institutional trading, at when, when the bell rings and the market closes, the guys on the trade desk, those institutional guys who surf order flow like me, mm-hmm. we go to the bar, okay? Right prop traders and guys you know who who are you know a little bit more evolved that's when they start journaling right mm-hmm. and that's when they start doing homework for the next day right we don't have to do homework because we control the order flow right <laughs> so yeah but there's no homework you guys kind of figure out what we're going to do tomorrow have a nice day right mm-hmm. so <laughs> we're off to the bar these guys are journaling now i didn't know that that amount I mean, I obviously knew that there was some dedication, but I had no idea how much discipline and dedication it took to be a successful retail, retail trader. Yeah. Even to trade one damn micro lot and be consistent with it, right, is is a skill set and a, um, a level of discipline that I was not, I, I was not ready for at all, mm-hmm. right um and uh that that is the the keeping records the keeping uh track of oh okay you know the market behaved like this at this price is it going to do that again um you know where's inventory trapped it was here last time there last time you're looking at these things you know i i never you know never even bothered with these things i mean i i would look at stocks maybe to short because I knew that you know the promoters were in trouble and they had to puke paper, right? <laughs> you know, it's is completely different, right? Um, so yeah, um, very, very, very different. Once again, that discipline thing, and and it's funny because I told I told everybody in the room to, this week. I said, you know, institutional trading when you're surfing order flow, it, it's like being in a really, really fancy nightclub and all the beautiful women actually really like you, right? <laughs> Yeah. Retail trading is like trying to cross a freeway wearing nothing but a towel, right? And you're dodging semis, right? Totally different worlds, right? Yeah. And so,
0: yeah, discipline, ew,
1: boy. Now I've kind of embraced the discipline and, you know, things turned around.
0: Wait, wait so so um, why would uh, we be in a towel uh, well, you know, uh, running uh, the freeway? you
1: know, you know it's just – You know, things, things, things happen.
0: Some sticky situations. Yeah, yeah. Anyway. (laughs) Anyway. um, Yeah. I mean, this is a performance sport. You know, I think it was uh, Linda. When we talked to Linda. Well, one, we were both like, okay, wow, we're not working hard enough. Like, We're we're not putting enough hours. Yeah. Um, like the president isn't working hard enough. <laughs> like yeah. She's one of the hardest working people I've ever met. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, because we get paid. Hey, you get paid on performance. And like, I know it's corny, but it's like, you know, treating it like an athlete, like how an athlete treats themselves and their preparation, yeah. et cetera. I mean, this is it's not too, you know, both are performance based yeah. on performance. And, um, you know, I, I used to think too, Jay, like I was, you know, like if people think you can just keep track of all this, like in your mind and stuff, like <laughs> you, you can't, you can't, you know, it's such oh, a big, I, like I was I, even looking at my stats this weekend and just this, the, the light it shed on certain things I was looking at for me. Yeah,
1: no, no, definitely. No, no, no. I, I thought that too. I'm like, ah, I mean, I, I got this right. No problem. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but What do I need to write this down for? Right. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. And I mean, listen, if you went, on an institutional desk in Jersey and you ask those guys back in the day, oh, you got a journal. They're like, what is this freaking poetry class? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like yeah. what are we I mean, doing? You sissy. You know? What are you doing? Yeah. yeah. Like, you know, <laughs> Hey, where's my beatball sub? Like, yeah, yeah. shut up. Like, where's my food? Right. <laughs> like, yeah. So it's a completely different world journaling. Right. Yeah. But it, you have to do it. Yeah. You know, yeah. you have to do it and it makes
0: you better. Now, now, let me ask you this, Jay. Like, like, like personally, like, like, what are some of the stuff that like, you note? are you noting like, um, uh, your, maybe your emotional state? Are you, obviously I know you're, you're jotting stuff down specific to the market. Like, did you mind diving a little bit in what you do? Uh,
1: definitely for me, it's more emotional state, mm-hmm. uh, because I find, um, I have, I am not, even though I'm an educator, Uh, I'm still learning every single day and um, I still have trouble trading if I'm not kind of at peace uh, in my head. Um, So like, you know, it's kind of weird to say, but sometimes like I'll feel a little off and also because I'm a 51 year old guy with a heart condition. So they have me on these crazy medications, right? Blood pressure and stuff like that. So every once in a while, like I'll feel like, you know, sometimes you feel really good. Sometimes you feel just a little off or a little fuzzy. And I always say to myself, like, would I ride a motorcycle right now? Would I hop on a motorcycle and go blasting around? And I'd be like, no, I'm not really quite with it. That means I don't, I'm not supposed to trade. So that's when I sit and I just watch price action. And I write down uh, how it acts at a level and what are they front running that level? Or are they blasting through it? Or did they tag it and back? Uh, Things like that. I'll I'll sit there and watch. And then I'll note down that, you know, was feeling tired. Um, You know, my reflexes aren't really that sharp. Um, Sometimes I'll take a couple of trades on a simulator to see if um, my you know, like whether I'm with it or not. Yeah. And, you know, if I take one and I'm just completely wrong, I'm like, oh, okay, I, I need to like, I need to do more homework.
0: Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, if the, like, that's one thing I really, I think, look up to like your skill sets and is your, how cognizant you are of your state of being mentally, and how, and like, sometimes I'm even like, oh man, like he's overcautious, you know, I want to, you know, like, oh, yeah. I, I'm yeah. like a little, I, I definitely have a little bit more like aggression in my life. And I think it yeah. comes from poker because a poker, like to yeah. winning poker is aggressive, aggressive poker. Yeah. Like, so I want to be in there. I want to be trading. But like, for example, what happened to me Monday, and as, as you know, like maybe some stuff going on in my life, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. I have one bad trade. I I think I'm okay, though, right? I'm like, oh, no, no, I'm in the zone. I play poker. I've studied psychology, da, da, da. But one bad trade led to another. It, like, set me off. And then I'm revenge trading the rest of the day trying to get back even. Yeah, no. And and I wasn't cognizant. I wasn't, you know, whereas you, I feel like you, you would have stepped back. Okay, let me boom, 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 or whatever the case may be.
1: I have done that revenge trading thing. I just didn't know it was called that at the time. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> somebody said because I, I told somebody exactly what you said and they like oh you were revenge trading I'm like oh yeah. I've never heard of that right because they have all these terms in retail trading that I've never heard of yeah so yeah I, I've done it I just didn't know that it was called that but it, it is one of those things where you kind of get a little like your back gets up a little bit and especially if you have the, the demon of of thinking that you're a institutional elite trader yeah. Right? How could I take this three hundred dollar loss? It's an insult,
0: you know. <laughs> yeah, you yeah. know. So, so you gotta. <laughs> right, right, for sure. No, no. I it, putting myself in your shoes and understanding that. Yeah, and yeah, it's like you. you it's like ego, right? Right, 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 like, right. How dare What'd you? you? <laughs> yeah, but you do such a great job of mentoring your or, or monitoring your mental state, and like you, 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 you don't get overconfident. You always come humble every day, that's and I the- and that's something I aspire to do. That's, that's the one
1: line, the best line from wall street, right? We are only just one trade away from humility.
0: It's, it's, right? it's hard. It's hard. Yeah. Cause I, I did, I did great last week. And then I came in yeah. Monday, I came in Monday, uh, yeah. probably a little overconfident. I wasn't aware that I have stuff going on in my life. So I'm a little more extra emotional. Oh yeah. As a late. So one bad thing goes, it came. Oh, and
1: that life, the emotional stuff in your life and trading, because the thing is, we don't really work in an environment where anybody else can shoulder any of the work. Right. Right. It's not like we're working in our office and they're like, Hey Marv, can you get the photocopying for me this afternoon? Or, you know, like, or can Mm -hmm. you do the TPS reports? Right. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like in that movie office space, right. (laughs) You know, like, like, but you, you, you have nobody else, right. It's all on you. And, um, that'll that wears and grinds a person down so when you introduce something like oh i had a fight with my girlfriend right and i only slept an hour maybe you shouldn't be trading
0: yeah Yep. right it's hard it, it, it's, it's it it a is. hard thing to do because it, it kind of yeah. leads me into the next topic i wanted to talk about right it's because it's like hey if i'm not in front of the screen hey if i'm not in a trade hey how am i making money then Oh, that's the yeah, worst. Oh, and it's 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 another. This is another one of the demons. I, I guess like all these things I compile, Jay is just like this stuff. You know, no. me like it, it's, no, it's but tough. it's it's
1: common. It's yeah. common. It happened to me too because with me on a trade desk, your phone's supposed to be ringing off the hook because every time your phone rings, it's money. So when that doesn't happen, and you're sitting in a room by yourself, um, and you're like, I haven't taken a trade. I haven't made any money. I'm a bloody loser what the hell's going on? I can't pull the trigger. Like, and it, then you start to get into this kind of like a, like a cycle of beating yourself up. Right. And then there goes your perception, like right away. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. A, that is the hardest thing to do. So what I do, and it, a lot of people don't have um, this experience, but what I did was I started thinking about when I'm trying to trap a short in my deal. Do I do it right away or do I take my time and I let them bury themselves and then I trap them? Right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, that, that, that's the way it's like, you know, it's, it's a process, right? So then because of Dalton, thank God and Resnacek, they said we're structural traders, right? So structure needs time to build itself out, to reveal itself right Mm -hmm. so that that waiting for it to build itself out is not a bad thing right we're being a little bit more we're being sharper right yeah so that that really helped me with that right you know and because and then I had to think about uh because I come from a science background too nobody knows but I did four years of microbiology I try and look at this stuff like an experiment and I think maybe that's why guys like Simon's and, and the quant guys oh,
0: yeah. maybe have an
1: edge because they look at things like in an experimental absolutely. and they follow the scientific method. Yeah. So they don't have an emotional attachment to the outcome. Mm-hmm. But of course this, we have an emotional attachment to the outcome because it's money. So when we're not doing anything, but writing notes, it doesn't feel like, you know, the money's not coming in the cash register. Exactly. Right. Exactly. So it's, 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 that's it's something that you got to, but that all is preparation right all of that is preparation like you're you know like you're lining up for a shot or you're like a sniper or you know like mm-hmm. that's all the prep work
0: think of it that way yeah right? no that's a good that's a good point yeah i like that like oh. like a like a sniper i like that mm-hmm. you know I, I like looking at it that way yeah you know you know one shot one kill right yep so yep. like you you you're doing all the
1: prep work. That's like you, you know, figuring out the, the habits of your victim, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, kind of maybe think of it like that, like you're a hitman. Mm-hmm. right? Do whatever it takes, right? Because in this game, folks, I mean, I'm not advocating anything bad, but do whatever it takes to make your mind right, because this is hard enough as it is, right? So you Definitely. have to picture yourself that way to calm yourself down, to not be emotional. And it also helps to know what the hell they're doing on the other side, too.
0: Definitely. Definitely. Yeah. No, I mean, this this topic right here, if if I would, if I've, you know, days I wasn't feeling good. Right. And, and I, I can only mostly draw from poker way more experience, like on the days I haven't felt like playing or I wasn't like in the zone or whatever you may be. I would still be like, no, well, if I'm not playing, I'm not making money. I would have, mm-hmm. if, if I would have not played on those days, I've probably have so much more money than I do right now. Yeah. And, and it's so, it's so, it's like, and I kick myself every day. I'm like, why, why the F did I even play? Why the right. hell did I even sign on today? And, and the other
1: thing too is unfortunately trading seems to be one of
0: those things
1: where you can't really learn it from a book or somebody else telling you, Right, you have to experience the pain of it for yourself. Right. And that, that's tough, (laughs) right? Mm -hmm. It's like, like, and some people are like really stubborn. So they got to experience the pain a few times,
0: Mm -hmm.
1: right? But it's, it's almost like people will tell you, don't do this, don't do that. And then you go and do it anyway. Yeah. Right. Um, So that, that's, that's another thing about, this is a very weird way to make a living. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. Uh, Because there's really no rules. Right. So you have to establish rules for yourself. Right, right. You got to
0: personalize it for you, yeah.
1: You know, like if you're an undisciplined slob like me, right, (laughs) it's like, oh, this is work, right? But then once I I started watching some of these traders and realized that, oh, I do have a love for this stuff. This is just part of it. And the boring stuff actually, like that boring stuff is like dieting and hitting the gym.
0: Right, right. Eventually you actually get into it. Exactly, right. Right. Exactly. Exactly. You got to have a, you got to have a passion for it. Then like yeah. those little things become, yeah, just, just part of the process. They become enjoyable. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, this that's a tough, a tough thing. Okay. So I, I guess the next thing here, um, I, I guess, you know, for people too, right. Cause you identifying a goal, right. Or like, why, why are you trading? What are your goals? You know, is that's true? You, you know what I'm saying? Like, are you aspiring to be professional? Are you a professional, or, or is this a side, or is this a side income? Because I would imagine you're going to have, you know, probably similar approaches, but there's going to be different nuances to both, correct? Yeah, definitely, definitely. Uh, you know, we realize it, you you
1: have to fit it. To, don't try and mold yourself that way make the market fit you like you know if you are working a full-time job maybe position trading or um that sort of thing or swing trading might be better for you you know if you can't sit and watch price action all the time in the day time frame and nobody has not a lot of people have the luxury of being able to sit in this in front of a screen right yeah for for 20 hours a day um i was lucky because my my job's or the work I do, I've always worked in the market. So I'm always in front of a screen. So I just added another screen and put the TPOs on there. And when I wasn't trying to rein in a rogue market maker or, you know, or keep a promoter from doing something stupid, I'm learning profile. So I'm always in front of the screen. Right. Mm -hmm. So it was, I was lucky that way. Right. Because, um, yeah. Screen time is, is a big thing. So you have to mold it you around your career. So yeah. you got to trade your, your, you trade your lifestyle and you trade your personality and, and um, you know, what, what it ha- make it work
0: for you. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now for, now for people who let's say are working a job, but this is like their aspirations, what maybe some advice, you know, some, you know, words of the wise that you would give them. I'm, I'm assuming you would probably say, Hey, like worry about, you know, building the account starting small don't get too reckless what what else what else do you think i would just really
1: focus on learning to trade well Mm -hmm. and learning the markets and learning what makes you know you got to understand there's an agenda behind all of this we don't just come here for our health people come to this marketplace to sell something they come here because they want to sell you something that they paid a lot less money for. It's Mm -hmm. just like Walmart. It's no different. Mm -hmm. Right. So when you come in there, you know, realize that there is an agenda, right. And learn that and make it work for you. Does that sort of,
0: Mm -hmm. no, 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 absolutely. Absolutely. And I I think too, for people that aspire to do this for a living, you have to understand, like we like we even mentioned before in the beginning of the podcast, the good and the bad, right? And I think something yeah. that people don't think about, right? You're gonna have to pay for your own insurance. Well, I, I know I don't yeah. know how it is in Canada, but in the U.S., I mean, that's like for me being a professional poker player, I gotta pay for my own insurance. My job don't oh, yeah. provide it.
1: Oh yeah, there's yeah, everything
0: you're self employed. That's that right. that that's a thing you gotta think about yeah. taxes. Yep. Yeah. I don't know how the, the the trading works for taxes, but you know that's a that's yeah. a big issue yeah. too. You're gonna you, your winnings, you're gonna have to get taxed on. Mm-hmm. Um, and you gotta think about the emotional tax. That's true as too. well. You know, like, I, and it, it kind of like pains me to admit this, but it's like when I go through rough times in poker, it does affect my personal relationships. Of course. And it's uh, it's something like I I still feel bad about to this day because it's not right to the people around me.
1: Exactly. I I know exactly because I went through it on the deal side of the market when deals went badly um, and things went bad or, you know, and then it, it, you know, your personal life just, just gets ripped apart by it. Right. Um, It, it is um, the market is not a forgiving place um, at all for um, careers, Um, you know, uh, read the stories and it goes back hundreds of years. You know, uh, what do they say? There's a wall street's got a church on one end, a graveyard on the other. Mm -hmm. It's, 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 it's a tough place, man. You know, people I've had at least 10 to 12 buddies who have committed suicide. Right. This, 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 this takes its toll. Now they weren't retail traders. Uh, A lot of them were institutional market makers and some of them were, you know, stock promoters. But it, it, it really messes with your head. There were times after 9-11 where I, I thought I was completely, you know, worthless uh, because my whole identity yeah, was right. caught up being successful as a trader. And after 9-11, when that stopped, boom, I was a nobody.
0: Yeah. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I and, guess that's, the, that's like the root of the issue there is the email, Oh, yeah. Because right? that's right? mine. That's you know, mine. Yeah. 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 You know, and so that, that's hard to take. And
1: so it's just that this, I'm not trying to discourage people from doing this. Retail trading is a wonderful thing because once you learn how to trade, nobody can take that away from you, Yeah. right? But, uh, you know, and the penguin taught me that. Shout out to him. But wherever he is, you know, he's probably shaking down some promoter right now for 5 million shares at a 50% discount. But, you know, you really have to have um, I, I would recommend to, if you're going to go into this, uh, try and, and, and try and look after your mental health definitely, uh, definitely. because this market and, and getting caught up in these kind of markets are, uh, they, they can really hurt people. I mean, uh, like I'm sure people were short Tesla at 600 bucks today, mm-hmm. uh, you know, the thing, the thing just, just
0: ran. Like, Shout out to Bill Perkins. Yeah. yeah uh yeah um man yeah it's you know yeah and like you were saying like i I don't think we're saying this to dissuade people from pursuing this it's just more of giving people a realistic view not not glamorizing it and that you better have you better have a passion for this because if these are things you're going to go through you you damn well better have a passion for it or it's not going to be for you
1: yeah i just my whole thing with this and this is why i teach people how you know, think how the mechanics work and this is how this works. I just want people to have a fair shot. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. Like I, I feel coming, you know, and it's almost like this is like a redemption thing I'm trying to do for selling bucket loads of stock into the U S market, yeah. you know, these people, but you know, I just want them to have not even a fair shot, a shot, at least to have, because usually what happens is like this market you, people walk into it and they get like, they get shot in the back. Like they don't even have a chance. Right. It's mm-hmm. like, we just like, we just hit them over their head and take their money and they do not even know what happened. Right. Yeah. So I, it, I just want to kind of help them at least get some sort of a shot where they have some way, like forget about making money right away. Let, let's keep you from getting hit by a Mack truck that's going a hundred miles an hour. Okay. Yeah yeah Let, let's let's start with that and then then we can progress into becoming you know but let's keep you alive at first definitely. yeah because you, you know?
0: can't trade if you don't have any money
1: yeah you can and you and, you, you know yeah and that and that's a downward spiral too because yeah. i've been in periods of time where you don't have any money right you go from a driving a porsche to
0: taking the bus you're like yeah. Hmm. Yeah. You know? <laughs> self-worth yeah. hello yeah definitely <laughs> i mean you got to protect it you know And it helps me looking at things this way, right? Learning to trade is that like, I'm just giving myself a chance to become successful. As long as I don't blow up my account, I'm building up screen time. I'm building up, you know, I'm just building my skills until I have the chance to become consistent and make money. Because if you blow yourself up, you're not going to even have a chance. You're not even giving yourself a chance.
1: The thing is, have some fun with it, right? It's a good experience. Learn, take your time Uh, You know, and, and, you know, enjoy it along the way. Okay. Even when you take losses, it's a business, a loss is the cost of doing business. Mm, Yep. Yeah. Right.
0: That's what you're saying.
1: Like, you know, it's like, if you had a subway sandwich shop, you would pay money for marketing, for advertising, for, you know, you got to pay the water bill, the electricity bill, but you want to, as a smart business owner, keep your costs low and your profits high. Yep. Right. So keep those losses Right. Don't even think of them as like when you pay your water bill, right? If you own a restaurant and you're paying the electric bill, do you feel bad about yourself?
0: I'm on tilt, I gotta pay the water bill this month. What right? the hell? Yeah. You know, it's like, <laughs>
1: oh, I, I've lost my self worth. That's yeah. what a trading loss is.
0: <laughs> right, right. But right,
1: right. it, it's nothing more than that. Yeah. Right? You know, you you are, you know, you're a sentient human being. This is just you know what? In the end, all of this is just worthless paper. That We're pushing around on electronic screens. Yeah. Right. Like don't ever forget that it's not worth you beating yourself up that much about it. Right. It's just the cost of doing business. Keep it small, you know, be cheap, you know, be cheap like Russell Peters, keep those losses small. Right. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And, 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 and enjoy the process of learning, use smaller contracts, smaller size. So you don't take big hits right? Learn how to trade well and and enjoy the process, Mm -hmm. right? Otherwise it gets really heavy, really
0: fast. Right, right. It's got to be, it's got to remain fun. And another thing, another thing I wanted to bring up that I think gets overlooked if this is a, you know, if you are going to do this for a profession is, you know, we work from home, JJ, (laughs) we're in front of a screen. Yeah. Uh, We are, we have a lack of social interaction that people who have regular jobs have. What, what type of effects um, does that have on you? Um, or like, or how do you go about, yeah, I, just thoughts in general. Yeah. It, it has a
1: bad effect on me. I have not socialized in such a long time, especially as soon as I started looking at equities on TPO charts. Um, and it also doesn't help that none of my friends want to talk trading with me. As soon as I even open my mouth about trading, they're like, you know, shut up, JJ. Mm-hmm. Right? You know, like they mm-hmm. don't want to hear it. Right? So uh, that's been tough. I live in a place where people don't trade. Uh, generally, uh, they're hard working great people, and they don't want to hear anything about Wall Street because they think we're like, you know, they think we're like the Antichrist. So, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, it's it, it's it's a little tough. I'm not the best example of a person who lives a balanced life, unfortunately. <laughs> Um, you know, and I, I would really, really say, don't be like me, go do normal things, socialize, uh, you know, spend time with your family. Like I talk to a lot of people who are like, I'm stuck. I've got to trade this weekend. I'm like, you got a wife and two kids, man. Go enjoy your time with your family. Yeah. Right. The market's not going anywhere. Right. Yeah. Like go, you know, go and do. I, you know, like things like if I had a normal life, I'd want to, you know, I, I, I look at stuff like that and I go, I'd like to do that, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, just go be normal instead of
0: sitting here looking at this chart. Right? <laughs> that's why, you know? so, so, like, so for all the listeners, that's why he, he always encourages me to get that, get into some trouble down here so he can, yeah, you gotta uh, he enjoy can live enjoy life, me.
1: right? Thank <laughs> God I had a good time when I was in my twenties and thirties, right? Because this is, I mean, I'm working my butt off this retail, this, this retail trading thing is no joke. Yeah. Right. So go enjoy yourself. Have a good time. Yeah. You know, and it's, you know, enjoy your family. Don't, you know, the market's always going to be there. And if you don't get it today and there's something that you don't worry in three weeks, you'll get it.
0: Yeah. Right. It's just screen time. That's all it is. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's, I mean, at least for myself, it's very important for me to, you know, like there's been days where I just locked in the house, you know, just either trading poker trading poker trading trading poker poker, nothing else and it's it's like it drives you nuts it'll drive you nuts my performance goes down. yeah.
1: yeah right yeah you you need you need that away time sometimes to clear your head yeah um i find this is really weird sometimes um after the morning session i'll go and like run some errands and i'll come back and i can see the market so clear right right it's just really weird i'm like oh they're you know and i just like click in, you know? Um, so yeah, it's, it's good. Yeah. Uh, it's something I really, really need to work on. And the other thing too is sitting all day in these damn chairs, uh, getting exercises,
0: right. something like that. Right. For sure. You know, yeah, that's, um, that's big. That's big. Yeah. Yeah. And as you know, like, I, that's why I like, um, you know, it's kind of like going to the gym is like a dual purpose for me. You know, I, I usually yeah. go in the afternoon and it's like, okay, yeah. I want to get up moving, stay in shape. Um, and then also that's where I get some of get a lot of my social interactions, is yes you do indeed so, have, is, have a lot of social interaction. <laughs> so at least you know at least to to just I don't know we're human beings, we're meant to interact we're we're social creatures, you know what I mean it's just like at least for me that's something I need I need to talk to people, I need to have relationships, et cetera, et cetera, otherwise, I think it's just
1: gonna kill yeah. my performance no it's it's no, it's really really it's
0: it's important, right otherwise you start going a little nuts, yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely now now jay, I hear people talk about having daily goals, um, whether that's, I mean, I guess a lot of times it's a monetary amount. And now I assume this is going to be very individualized. It's going to be very personal to people. What are your thoughts about setting a goal? And do you do that? I tried that. It didn't work.
1: Mm -hmm. Um, I tried doing the, I got to make three to $500 a day thing. Mm -hmm. Um, And I don't know where I got that from. Somebody told me that And I just, I just grabbed it and ran with it.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: And uh, I was like, going to make three to $500 a day. And then on the days that you don't, or you lose money, you're like, it it started to mess with my head. And uh, then a buddy of mine, uh, you know, said, uh, listen, man, we just need to learn how to trade well. Right. I think he picked it up from Dalton or he, I don't know where he went and got this from. Right. yeah. And you know, he said, we just need to learn how to trade well. And I started getting away from that. And when I got away from that, the money started to flow in. Right. But right. I, I found that having a monetary goal in trading um, when you're starting, I think maybe when you're, I, I don't know because I haven't gotten to that level yet as a retail trader but I, I think the thing is to, to trade well, to be disciplined, to follow your process um, and to cut losses and just think like a, you know, like a business. And if this, if I do this, this will increase my profits by right. so much.
0: Like, like worrying about but, the process and then the results yeah, will take care of itself. Right. right. Yeah.
1: And you know, my risk is here, right. Always, always have that risk in place. Yeah. Um, you know, because these, these markets, you know, when they, they turn haywire, uh, you definitely want stops. But yeah, um, I, I tried that and it didn't work. And somebody told me that you have to do it. You have to have a goal. You have to, you know, and um, and I think he was like a performance coach or something like that. So I tried to take that kind of Tony Robbins aspect of it to uh, the trading thing. And it didn't really work out for me because it started to mess with my head when I didn't make the money. Mm, and right, then right. I would think, oh, and then once even I thought, oh, I didn't make 300 today. Maybe I'll make 600 tomorrow, right? And mm-hmm. eh, it's bad, bad thinking, right? Definitely, definitely. Um, you know, because you're not thinking about, you know, is this a good financial decision right now? Is this a sound business decision going long here, right? Yeah, yeah. Given what's going on.
0: You know, I'm going along because I need to make 600 bucks today. Right, right, right. right. You're uh, thinking you're thinking just way off. Yeah, yeah no. It's, it's I, I agree. I agree with you, Jay. i right. I you know, I know people that are successful that There do might be a way really to do goals. it.
1: I, I I'm not I'm not saying this is wrong, but for me it didn't work because I screwed it up. I I screwed it up somehow. The the other people I've heard do it and it works. So I, you know, if anybody knows, you know, I'm always yeah. open I to think
0: heart. Yeah, I just think you know. I think this is, this might be one of those things where, hey, it's not good for me or you because I agree with you. I I think setting daily goals is bad because it'll definitely lead me to to pressing, for sure. Yeah, you know what like, I mean. I'll definitely press in the trades.
1: Yeah, definitely. Like my daily goal is don't screw up. Right. Yeah. Uh, you know. Yeah. <laughs> that's that was like, you know, um, that that and that was. Uh, and it became that. And and then I just actually started enjoying watching price action and structures develop and watching these tiny little details. And mm-hmm. then when I kind of got zoned into that, I found that I really loved it so much that I forgot. You kind of forget about, it doesn't sound, it, it doesn't sound like a normal thing to say, but you kind of forget, you forget about the money. Right. Yeah. Um, and, and I think it, that happens because, you know, we had that prop guy, uh, our buddy, um, you know, who's a prop guy down in Texas and he trades a thousand, two thousand mini contracts and he trades size um, and he makes ungodly amounts of money and uh, he drives a Toyota, mm-hmm. right?
0: Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah.
1: like there's no Lamborghini, right? Mm-hmm.
0: So, because I mean, he's, he's he's a grinder, man. He he's just lives, breathes, sleeps the market, man. Oh, yeah. Intense.
1: Yeah. You know, right. you can ask him his macro view, this view, that view, like he's got it down, right? Yeah. You know, and um so
0: the, and the amount of discipline, yeah um you gotta you love know. it, yeah, you know, you know there's I, I think there is something to be said i i don't um I don't mind this approach right there there's I know there's people um and there's someone who I talk to right, like if he hits a goal, I guess there's a certain number in the morning, he'll just lock it in, boom, yes. that's it, I'm done for the rest of the day, and I think there is something to be said for just booking wins. Mm-hmm. That, that's, yeah, I think that's, that's a good thing. It keeps you, you know, keeps you in that, a good that, mental space. Yeah.
1: You know what I I'm got, saying?
0: You feel good yeah. the next day, builds confidence.
1: Yeah. And, and sometimes um, that, that maybe that, that is the thing, you know, i I hit this number, I'll step away.
0: Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So I, I think there's definitely something to be said for that. Now, another good approach um, that I, I learned, and I learned this from Steve, shout out to Steve, producer of our podcast. I guess he's the producer, right? You know? Oh yeah. Uh, Shout out to him. He, um, I don't know if he, if he learned this, if this is out in retail trading, but I guess he calls it the uh, 1% rule. Right. And so you never want to risk in any one trade more than 1% of your account. Now, I think that sounds, that sounds like a sound approach. Maybe it's individualized. Do you, do you think That I mean, I don't think it's probably ever a bad idea to do that, but I know for you, you yourself, you know, some of these things I ask you and you're like, oh, I just use common sense. I just use common (laughs) sense. Well, there's some people who don't have common sense, Jay.
1: Yeah, no, no, that sounds like a good rule. I mean, because see, that's that's another thing where I come from. You know, you wouldn't even think about that because here's the thing, folks, that you guys don't know. When I was trading my own account on the trade desk, if I took a $5,000 loss, I could get one of my market makers to stuff it somewhere for me because yeah. I give them that double that in order flow that day, so they take the hit for me. So that that you know that sort of thing causes you to have the worst habits, mm-hmm. right? So you know it's like you have no discipline when somebody will take a twenty thousand dollar hit for you, right? So um, yeah, you know to have rules like that, one percent of the account. Whatever you set your numbers at, definitely, Mm -hmm. right? Definitely a good thing, right? I got nothing against that at all. You know, especially for someone, you know, if you're coming into this and, and be honest with yourself, if you don't have the discipline, say, I don't have the discipline, I'm going to have to work to develop it. And these are the things I'm going to do to develop that
0: discipline. Yeah. Right, right. Right. And then it, then it's vital. Then it's vital. That's I, I like the only it. thing. That's the I, only thing that
1: saved me was me being honest with myself and going, yeah. listen, schmuck.
0: Right. Like, you know, get,
1: <laughs> You know, get with the program here. Right. You know, quit horsing around and do all this stuff that they're telling you to do.
0: Right. You know?
1: Right. Definitely.
0: Yeah. No, I, I like it. Cause it's like, even if you, you go on a downswing, right? Like you just have 10 mm-hmm. losing trades in a row, you're only down 10% on the account. Yeah. No, and
1: that's, that's salvageable. Totally makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, that's yeah, salvageable.
0: That's Right. And then if once
1: again, learning how to trade, use something like the micro, where if you have a bad day, it's $60. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And that's recoverable.
0: Definitely. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and I think kind of like circling, um, you know, back to what we were saying about like booking wins. Right. This here's another thing I heard, you know, protecting your winnings from the morning session. And I actually I kind of like really like this and this I got this from Steve again. So shout out to him. Um what he does and hopefully he doesn't mind me sharing this is that like if he if he's trading really well in the morning and he's up on an account he'll 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 keep trading because he he prescribes to the method like hey i'm in the zone i'm seeing the market really well i'm gonna i'm gonna keep i'm gonna keep my eyes open i'm gonna keep watching the market trade what it gives me but if he if, but if he starts losing if he loses thirty percent on what he's up he'll shut it down. So he at least locks in 70% profit for the day. That's it. But he also allows himself to have monster days for when he really is in the zone by continuing the trade throughout the day, as opposed to shutting it down in the morning, like some do. What do you, what do you think about that?
1: that that's good. If it works, if it, if it works for him, you know, if, if he can, the,
0: the thing is he has the discipline to stop. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, you have to, if you go down 30%, you must stop. Boom out. Yeah, of those profits. Up. Yeah. But
1: who has the discipline to stop? Some people will go, oh, I'm 35, oh 40, oh it's 10 10%, 10% I can make that back, right? Yeah, right. Right. Mm-hmm. That's if that creeps in, don't do that. Right. right. Right? Just stop. Right? Definitely. Don't 30 40 shmorty. Don't just stop. Mm-hmm. Right? Like it I I am a big fan of hit and run trading when you're starting, right? Mm-hmm smash and grab you run in there, you grab your money and you run the hell out. Right. Don't wait around. Just get in, get out. And then you know what? You got a little bit of a stash for the day. Go. (laughs) Right. Mm -hmm. Like Russell Peters says, take it and go. Right. Um, Those kinds of things that he's talking about. You got to remember he's been doing this for a while. Yeah. Right. Right. And he's got, this is also a man who has a work ethic that would put anyone to shame, right? So he has discipline.
0: Yeah, very. he's very disciplined, yeah. He's a
1: very disciplined individual, right? Mm -hmm. I know because he is a savage marketer. Like like I wake up at three in the morning to go to the bathroom, this guy's tweeting, right? So he has that work ethic and that discipline where he can hold himself to 30%.
0: Yeah.
1: Right? I don't know if I'd be able to do that.
0: Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Just yeah. being honest. Yeah. No, I, I like it a lot. I and mean, even when he was explaining it to me, it's like, I kind of take this approach to poker. And, it, yeah. and, and I think it's good going circling back because I think it's like at least helpful to me, Jay, yeah. right? Is like yeah. booking wins for the day. Yeah. I, I, think it, I think it's crucial because I mean, especially for someone who, you know, I don't do trading for a living, but for poker for a living, it's, it's, it's po- okay, I had a positive day. That's good. Yeah. Well, and you it know, keeps me good mentally.
1: That's the thing. I took my bread to the market. I sold the bread. I got my money. Yeah. Now on the way home, do I stop at the casino?
0: <laughs> right.
1: right. Right. Or do I go home and be a good boy?
0: Yeah.
1: Right. Like, you know, and do I have money the next day? Uh-huh. Right. Cause I sold my bread at the market. I got my money and then I go to the casino. I lose it all. Now I got to go borrow money for tomorrow.
0: Yeah. Right. Definitely. Yeah. Right. Right. I think, I think, you know, thinking about this topic. And I think, I think it's very interesting. I I think there's something to be said though, like for those days, you know, we we all have those days when we're in that flow state, right. We're we're seeing things really well. And I think there's something to be said as far as like maximizing your earnings, right. Well, you know, for the year, for the month, for whatever is maximizing your time when you're in that zone, you know, staying alert, um, and, but, but like you said, this also comes with, I imagine, with time, with discipline, et cetera yeah, et cetera.
1: Yeah, I think that's something that you develop over
0: time. Yeah, right, right. right.
1: I, I, I think um, you know, for newer traders, I'm all about building the account, right And you'll be surprised um, you know, like, like so let's just take a mini account, for example, right, and you make 50 bucks a day over a 20 day period that adds
0: up. Definitely. Oh yeah. Oh
1: yeah. Um, You know, like if you're just making a little bit here and there and you're grinding it out, that's building the account. It's getting you used to price action. It's getting you used to all of these things, Um, pressing and being on a roll with size. I think you need the experience to know when you're actually doing it or my whole thing with that is sometimes um, you can get a little elated when you have a win in trading.
0: Oh, sure. yeah. Or a series of Definitely. wins.
1: Definitely. And, um, you know, we have a saying in Saskatchewan, you get a little too big for your britches. Mm-hmm. And um, next thing you know, um, you know, like they, I think it said in Liars Poker, as soon as you're patting yourself on the back, you get a swift kick to the nuts. So I, I'm I'm a very cautious guy, can't you tell, uh, when it comes to this? Because, you, I mean, you people, you work for your money, right? You know, even if you stole your money, you worked hard to steal it. So like, you know, whatever, right? Just respect the money. Um, take it slow with this stuff. Steve's been trading for how long now?
0: I um, mean, years. Uh, f- five years or more. Was it? I, I thought
1: it was 10, but, um, you know, he's been trading for a long time. Um, and the other thing too, he's been around that crowd of very disciplined retail traders, mm-hmm. Right um he runs in a circle with people who are very by the book mm-hmm. right so mm-hmm. maybe that will help right so you know a lot of these things just you know be be really really strict with yourself until and you'll kind of know when to to ease up a little bit
0: yeah you know definitely Definitely. Yeah. And I I think like really, I think like this whole conversation we've been having is I don't think it's like, we're not telling people, hey, do this, do that. Right. Because these things are not black and white. We're giving, I think we're just more giving suggestions. We're giving ideas. We're just talking things out. And then you take what you want, you take what you don't want, and you personalize it for yourself. Right? Definitely. Right, right. Gotta
1: make it work for you.
0: Definitely. Yeah, absolutely. And, and that's a hard part too, because it's like, Oh, I just want rules. No, tell me what to do. Tell me now. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. not that simple It's
1: you know, that, that's why when people say, you know, I, I want to learn how to trade or, you know, help me. I'm like, well, what kind of, you know, like, what do you do? What do you trade? What do you want to do? You know, uh, what do you, are you an impatient person? You know,
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know, I had a, a client of mine once who was a, a partner at a very, very big law firm and he was a litigator. So he liked to fight. So he'd always
0: fight the tape, and I'd be like, What are you doing? You're not in court. You know? <laughs> so <laughs> that's funny. Yeah. 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 Well, because yeah. different, you know, I think certain people's certain backgrounds um, can lend themselves to being helpful to trading, and some backgrounds oh, are yeah. definitely not helpful to trading in certain yeah. respects. <laughs> How, what would you say to someone, JJ, who struggles with being okay with? with lose it, having like, you know, cause there's times where it's, Hey, it's okay to take a small loss here. Like you always say the cost of doing business. Mm-hmm. What would you say to someone who has troubles either book, either booking small losses or small wins, you know, because sometimes it can be tilting even having a small win, you know, like you moved your great. stop up
1: yeah, and you winning.
0: got stopped and you're like, off. Oh, you know, I, I, yeah, really to go I it,
1: at first it's frustrating. It's mm-hmm. happened to me. The more and more you look at it like a business, the more or not, you will not be insulted by a small win. Right.
0: Right. Cost of doing business. Yeah.
1: It, you know, and then a small win is 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 a win. Right. right. It's a win.
0: A win's a win. Yeah.
1: They add up. They add up. Right. Yeah. As
0: Al Davis said, just win, baby. <laughs> just win, baby. Right. <laughs> Doesn't
1: have to be pretty.
0: Yeah. You know. Yeah, because yeah, um, I think you know. Speaking for myself, and I'm sure there's others who think like me. It's you know I'm a little more cavalier, Jay. You know, I sometimes I just want the I want that big win, and I don't you know, and I it's it's tough having that long term view of hey, build the account, do it you know, do it the right way. It's gonna you know, as opposed I want it now, I want it now, I want it now. It's tough. Well, hey, you know the problem with trading, the whole problem
1: with trading and why people have such a hard time with it is trading is the long game and being patient we live in a society that is an instant gratification society where you want news you touch you don't even need to touch they don't even have buttons anymore that you press to get stuff right you touch a screen you get stuff right amazon prime right next thing you know you click the mouse you put your hand the the box is going to be in your hand you know they're going to have they're going to have They're going to have AI that reads your mind and knows what you want before you order it. Right. So it, that's the, that's the problem. We get everything we want instantly. We have 4,000 channels to look at. We have 25 G cell phone service, right? It's Mm -hmm. everything has to be now right away, right? It's instant gratification. Mm -hmm. So it's really hard when you go into something where you're not getting gratified quickly. Right, because you're getting beat up, you know, like you're getting run over, stopped out, chopped up. Mm -hmm. This is not gratifying, right? (laughs) So Mm -hmm. the more and more you just think, okay, it's a business, right? (laughs) Right, you know, okay, I'm a plumber, I got to unclog this toilet. Toilet, it's not really going to be gratifying, but it's going to pay, right? Yeah, you know, it's it it helps if you if you think just really, really think about it like that, Mm -hmm. right? Um, that's why, like I always say at the end of the day, when they blow out inventory on the ES, I'm like, okay, we're wiping down the countertops, sweeping the floors, you know, putting everything away for tomorrow, you know, time to wash the dishes. It's just maintenance, right? So you just look at it that way. It kind of helps you.
0: you Definitely it does. It's -hmm. not as dramatic, you know? Right, right. Exactly. Exactly. And just, um, just want to remind the listeners, go pick up your trading journal at TradersCreed.com. We've been talking about how important this is. Go pick it up. It's detailed. It looks good. Pick up a t-shirt while you're at it. Look out for the one where I'm modeling the tank top. As you can see, I've been going to the gym. <laughs> you know, we're out here, JJ. We're doing big things. Shout out to Traders Creed, our sponsor. Go to TradersCreed.com. Go pick up some apparel for loved ones for yourself. Get that trading journal. So, JJ, uh, we hit a lot of a lot of things. I, I think it's been good. I mean, anything else that you think we've missed that we haven't talked about?
1: No, I think, yeah, we we did go through a lot of stuff.
0: Yeah, well, I think it's important. And I, and I think, you know, we you know we both want to kind of get to some of like more of the nitty gritty topics that often don't get discussed or get overlooked. You know, what yeah. have you. Um, All the boring stuff
1: yeah yeah but, you know, but yeah but but all important. the stuff that lays the foundation man yeah you know it's 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 all the stuff let's let's put it to you this way it's all the stuff that the Lamb the foundation for the lamborghini is built Is <laughs> 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 you know yeah. you build the lamborghini on this foundation okay yeah right yeah. you know and you guys you know you stick your guns you do this right hell man you'll have a fleet of bloody lamborghinis right <laughs> don't worry about it can't wait you know
0: can't wait. So that concludes today's episode of Confessions of a Market Maker. If you guys enjoyed the podcast, please rate and review it for us. If you guys are interested in learning market profile, if you're keen on trading a liquid market, if you got a small account, if you trade crude oil, equities, whatever, come join JJ and I at microefutures.com. JJ, any parting and thoughts for the listeners?
1: No, just enjoy it. Have a good time. You know, uh, and enjoy the journey.
0: Really, really enjoy the journey. You're right. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Enjoy the journey. Wise words. So for the gorilla of house street, I'm cannoli fingers. (laughs) You stop. So
1: definitely have a great night, folks.